0: Greetings and welcome to season three, episode 26 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niyama. And on today's episode, we're talking about the gifts of discipline. Yes, you heard me correctly, the gifts of discipline. And you may be asking yourself, how can that be when we tend to think of discipline as something harsh, as punishment? so how can discipline be a gift well think about somebody that you admire and how they interact in the world and take a Michael Jordan take a Serena Williams and throughout those individuals lives they have put into place practices and exercise discipline around their craft. And so in that sense, discipline can be a gift. And so how can it be a gift in your life? Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. Have you been doing the same thing and hoping for different results? Have you been looking to add more variety to your current eating habits? Are you ready for transformation from the inside out? Then the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program is for you. Learn how to stop dieting and start eating to live. You can find us on the web at harmonicsoulwellness.com or contact us at 619-892-8192. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Niema. And today's topic is um, one that has been really on my mind lately because of the fact that um, some of you know that I have been hosting and um, guiding and leading uh, groups of women on various health and wellness challenges where we have an exercise component, we have a nutrition component. But the thing about these challenges is it's not just about the exercise. And while that in itself can be a challenge to do to um, build consistency in an area where you may not have had a certain habit before, um, this has been um, a wonderful unfolding in terms of noticing and self-observation, self-awareness around what we're capable of, around, um, lessons that come up in us about who we are and what we can do. And so it's really, um, interesting to think about discipline in this context, um, Especially because recently um, I was in a coaching session and uh, my mentor, Allison Bird, gave a wonderful, wonderful distinction. Actually, it was a live stream that she was doing within her community. And she talked about discipline as something that we tend to impose upon ourselves. As opposed to living discipline. And that just really made a light bulb come on. Because more often than not, our inner dialogue, the talk that we have with ourselves, especially if we do something where we feel like we've fallen short or or even not. Sometimes there's just this inner critic that is just working overtime, constantly analyzing everything we do and <clears throat> and typically in that analysis, having something to say about it, shooting on us. Oh, you should have done it this way. Oh, you should have said that. Or, oh, why didn't you do this? Or, you know, whatever your inner voice is. Now, I hope that you actually speak with yourself more kindly, but I have a feeling because it is so so common. And it is so part of the way we've been programmed and conditioned, especially as women. And if you have grown up as a perfectionist, or if you have developed certain behaviors as a trauma response, then that inner critic um, is probably pretty loud and and maybe louder than you care to admit. And how do I know that? Take one quick look in the mirror at yourself and see if there's a body part that you um are not proud of. And then what what's what starts happening in your mind? What does your brain start saying? Oh, I need to lose a those few pounds. Oh my belly, oh my my pooch, oh my my gut, oh my thighs are too big, oh my my butt's too big. Oh, I have cellulite. Oh, I have stretch marks. Oh, um, I have wrinkles. Oh, my hair is turning gray. Oh, whatever it is. Y'all know. And I know I'm not talking to myself here. <laughs> I know I'm not. And whether these things have come out of my own mouth or whether I have heard or seen other people say this about themselves, y'all know that it is super, super easy for us to get into the self-criticism mode about something as basic as our bodies, which are gifts, right? So think about it with regard to other areas of your life, with regard to the actions that we take, whether it's our professional pursuits, whether it's in our relationships. There's this dialogue that is going on where we're questioning ourselves. We're wondering if we're measuring up. We're asking ourselves did I do it well enough etc. And so this idea around discipline and disciplining ourselves is that that critic then takes the criticism and then you know it's just like this beat up session where um, you know you're beating yourself up for not being, oh, not only um, do I have um, cellulite, but, now I'm gonna um, beat up on myself for not exercising enough or not doing, not eating um, the best foods or et cetera. You know, oh, I shouldn't have had that um, extra um, serving of whatever food, I shouldn't have eaten late at night, etc. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I'm sure that you can come up with examples. And so as I was preparing for this episode, um, and again, I want to point you to because I sometimes I will talk about topics that I've covered previously, but in a different way um, and expound on. And so, this episode, the gifts of discipline, is is really um, like a part two of episode two. Excuse me, season two, episode thirty five which is entitled 40 Days Reframing Discipline and Sacrifice. And I think discipline deserves a reframe because as I mentioned, when I had that awareness from Allison about not disciplining ourselves, but living a disciplined life and how that can unfold, it just made me feel such a sense of grace and such a sense of gentleness with myself and also just a sense of possibility because then I started thinking about the positive what ifs. What if I, you know, do certain things like, for example, my area of growth and challenge is around my bedtimes and having a consistent bedtime routine and so if i if i do the positive what if exercise instead of what if thinking something negative right but if i say what if i put in place a wonderful soothing relaxing bedtime routine that allows me to get restorative um Healing rest and that energizes me and allows me to have all of the energy that I need for all of the wonderful pursuits that I have in my life. See, if I take that kind of reframe instead of beating up on myself about staying up later than I intended yet again and waking up, knowing that I need to wake up at a certain time and knowing that. Um, as a result of me staying up late and needing to get up early, that there's a possibility that I might be dragging or that I'm not going to feel my best when I first get up. See, if I can shift the reframe to all of the benefits that will occur as a result of me practicing a more loving behavior towards myself and a, and a better um, a better habit then I can start to think about all of the good and I can feel good already about what's to come. And if you know anything about the law of attraction, you can't get there from there. So you can't get to the place that you want to be um, in terms of something positive by focusing on the lack of it. You need to be focusing on, we need to be focusing on the good that is already to come the good that is to come and the good that's already present. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about this concept of discipline. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness Have you been doing the same thing and hoping for different results? Have you been looking to add more variety to your current eating habits? Are you ready for transformation from the inside out? Then the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program is for you. Learn how to stop dieting and start eating to live. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-892-8192. And welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about a reframe of the idea of discipline and how we Think of it with um, negative connotations, and you know, we think about um, discipline as punishment and and things like that, right? Disciplining a child, or you know, someone needing to be disciplined for um, certain acts that are um, that are out of alignment, or or you know, illegal, or whatever the case may be, right? So. As I often do, I went word nerd. And I looked up the definition to um, look at the nuances because I like to think about all of the, the connotations of the word. And so um, from Oxford Languages discipline as a noun is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Um, another definition uh, is a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. As a verb, it is train someone or to, to train someone to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. And, you know... There are other um, things related to discipline, for example, training oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way. Um, It is a Latin word in origin. And part of that, um, the word etymology has to do with instruction and knowledge, and then there's another um, aspect of it that has to do with um in middle english the sense of mortification by scourging oneself and so you know the idea of some people um self-flagellating and punishing oneself right and then you think about um a person who has um habits that we admire, right? Um, a person who exercises self-control um, and who follows certain codes or you know, governing conduct co- conduct. Um, and so it can be training, but it can also be, you know, related to order. Um, and sometimes we tend to think of order as restrictive. But here's another reframe: there's order in the universe, y'all. There are laws, there are universal laws that, regardless of what we think, regardless of what we do, those things are what they are. For example, gravity. Gravity is the universe being in order. Um and you know, the air we breathe, the fact that the way our bodies work, all of these various systems, those things are order. And order creates harmony. And when we are disharmonious, we're out of order. That's when chaos can happen. That's when dis-ease can happen. That's when all kinds of unintended consequences can happen, you see. And so discipline it can be thought of as a consequence, but it can also be thought of as a choice that we decide to follow. And so, um, interestingly, the word disciple, of course, is connected with this idea of discipline. <clears throat> and we know that disciples were followers of Jesus Christ in his lifetime. And, um, you know, the word Has to do with study, governing one's behavior, instruction. But again, it is connected with um, chastisement and, like I said, self flagellation. So again, it can be a way of establishing in order of teaching ourselves, of training ourselves into or educating ourselves, for example, developing our minds um, with our self-awareness, training ourselves to um, be consistent. And see, consistency is a word that keeps coming up for me as it relates to the things that I want to do and the, the pursuits that I have with regard to my business and just in my life, and it's all connected. And so we can say that we want to do something right, and we can even start doing that thing, but unless we are disciplined and consistent where we continue to do the thing and practice, even if we suck at it. <laughs> even if we are beginners at it even if we don't know what the heck we're doing but we're just starting just taking first steps in the in the direction of the thing that we want to be do or have then discipline is going to come in when we feel fearful when we need the bravery and courage to do something new that nobody in your immediate circle is doing When you're stepping outside of average, when you're stepping outside of the cult of average, when you're stepping outside of ordinary into having an extraordinary life, then discipline is going to come in during those times of doubt. When you connect your why with your discipline, then consistency is going to be that trifecta that's going to allow you to keep going at times when you feel like making excuses, at times when your brain tries to protect you, quote unquote, from the unknown, which is in our minds scary because we don't know who will be. We don't know what it's like over there. We don't know what that life is like. We know the life that we've gotten comfortable with. We know the life that we might feel stuck and stagnant in. But at least we know that and we know how to operate in that. And so when we think about how we can use discipline as a tool in our, uh, in our toolkit to get us to keep going, then discipline can truly be a gift. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the blessings of discipline in community. Stay tuned. And welcome back. So before the break, I touched on something that is so important when it comes to making a decision to be disciplined about something that we're pursuing or to be disciplined about a way that we decide to be. So one of those ways that (laughs) takes discipline is when it comes to deciding that we want to think different thoughts to create a different reality in our lives. Because sometimes we think that we don't have any say or that we don't have any control over the thoughts that come into our minds when the the truth is we do we have so much more control we have so much more power and power is actually a better word to use we have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for and if you think about it and if you remember remember that you are divine, that you are a divine being having a human 3D experience, then yes, of course, if you follow your inner guidance, if you follow your inner knowing, if you become a disciple of your higher self, you see, if you follow that, then live a guided existence then you're going to find that you're going to get more of what you want and you're going to feel more of what you want and you're going to be more of who you want to be in your existence. can be so extraordinary. And so as I was talking about, though, the, the challenge comes when we try to do things by ourselves. The challenge comes Um, When we start doing something different, when we interrupt our patterns, which we typically do uh, unconsciously, like on a hamster wheel, where we are just in the repetitive, which we are 90% 90 plus percent of the time we are doing those things that we do. On a habitual basis, unconsciously, and so interrupting that can sometimes be a, a jolt, a shock to the system, but one that's necessary. And so, as you think about something that you want to do, whether it's to um, to start a yoga practice or a meditation practice or um, some other type of self-care, some other behavior that is beneficial to you, then it's easy to fall back into the old ways, especially when challenge comes, especially when adversity happens, especially when life happens. Because oftentimes when we make a decision that we want to do something different, what happens? (laughs) Those curveballs the universe will put in our path, and then we get to graduate by choosing when we get to that crossroads whether we're going to revert and continue to choose the old ways of thinking and being, or whether we want to adopt the new thinking, the new behavior, the new habits. And so, one thing that can help support us through that is when we are not growing alone, when we are in a community of other people, because not only does that accountability kick in where now you're not just thinking about yourself, you're thinking about other people and you're thinking about how your behavior affects other people. And when you have other people rooting for you, wanting to see you win, then It makes you that much more inclined to want to keep going when you know whether they're there in front of you visibly or whether they are in your mind and you hear the voices of the people who care about you cheering you on. And when you're feeling like not doing something and you know that you have people counting on you to uphold your end, to commit to yourself, see, not just to the group but to uphold your end, to commit to yourself, then that's when being a community of like-minded people is gonna be such a wonderful thing. And so, as I said in the beginning, I've been guiding groups of women through these health and wellness challenges. And so we are now doing a four-week body booster challenge. And that challenge each week Um, We have rest days built in and we have exercises that we do, and I designed it to make it very um, accessible so that people can modify based on what their particular physical needs are. And also it's gradual enough that we're building up constantly, but that you get a win immediately and so that you don't feel discouraged that it's too hard right off the bat and, okay, I thought I could do this, but it's harder than I thought. So now let me uh, make an excuse and let me talk myself out of this. Instead, it is designed to be quick and to show you how easy it can be to do something good for yourself and to feel great in 15 minutes a day. And so, um, like I said, these challenges have been so fun And it's not just about the exercise, like while our bodies are loving the fact that we are doing these wonderful um, movements and we're strengthening ourselves, but we're also strengthening our discipline muscles, we're strengthening our consistency muscles and we're strengthening our mental muscles around what we believe we can do. And so I want to invite you that if you want to get in on these challenges, I've been doing them each month. And yes, I am doing them right now. As you're listening to this, um, as, as I am recording this episode, it is actually in the month of November. And so we are in the holiday season when you will hear this message, most likely if you're hearing it when it's first published. And so some people think, well, uh, the holidays are coming and I don't want to miss out on anything. So I'm just gonna skip all the way to January when there are so many experiences and so much living to do between now and January. So that's a major um, that's a major cop out in a way, not to be judgmental, but um, it's a mind trick that we can play on ourselves sometimes that instead of taking today as today, because we don't know what's going to happen between now and January. And so, but we know that there are a lot of good things that we can do for ourselves in the meantime. And so you can start today and you don't have to be quote unquote perfect where you don't have any days of, um, you know, flexing, like I like to call it because y'all, I flex, especially, um, on the weekend and, and granted while my flex is, is vegan, but still, you know, it, it may include more, um, takeout or, or other, um, processed foods or what have you, which are outside of, of my optimal way of eating. But I know what to do to, you know, to, um, to serve my body in the best manner. But my whole point is, it's not about perfection. It's about practice and it's about progress. And so if this is something that you think you would like to do and we are just having so much fun, we just love on each other and just talk about our lessons and the things that, that are happening as a spillover, And as a connection to what we're doing with these challenges, it's an amazing, amazing thing to witness. And so ah, I just want to say that you are welcome. You are welcome here. You are welcome to join me. You are welcome to get in on these challenges. If you want to know more about it, I'll put information in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram and take a look at my reels. But again, the invitation is there. And I'm having so much fun doing this that I am launching different challenges each month. So stay tuned. But in the meantime, getting back to discipline, it can be such a gift when we think about the positive what-ifs. And if you think about what areas of your life That if you applied discipline, if you applied consistency, if you applied order to those areas, how could your life be improved? What could be the outcomes of living and thinking in that manner? It just it makes me light up really to think about all the possibilities and I hope it makes you light up too. Thank you for listening. Wow. Y'all again, when I have these conversations, there is so much more that I could say, but in the interest of time and in the interest of, Planting seeds and giving you food for thought. I thought it was so important to really just give a different look at discipline because, again, we can think about it in such a punitive way and we can think of it as so restrictive, but really it can be such a gift, especially when we reframe it. And so, here are some takeaways. Number one, Discipline doesn't have to be punishment. Discipline can put order in your life where chaos exists. Number two, discipline plus consistency can give you some amazing consequences. It can give you some amazing experiences. And at the same time, The reminder is to give yourself grace when you are not as disciplined or as consistent as you would like to be because we are trying new things, we are implementing new practices, and the brain wants to keep us where we are, where it is quote-unquote safe. Number three, you don't have to do it alone Like I said, it takes bravery and courage to be disciplined when doing something new. And whether you choose to go on a journey with me or with someone else as a coach or in a community, again, put yourself with folks who are striving, folks who are also wanting to have discipline and order in their lives. And put yourself around people who are doing the things that you want to do of good in your life. And there's a saying, iron sharpens iron. So I like to put myself in situations with people who are rocking it in ways that I want to be. People that I can look up to. People that I can admire. People that I can learn from. And so I encourage you to do the same when it comes to uh, adopting new parts of your life. And remember, discipline can, when it's a gift, can lead to unlimited potential when you use the positive what-ifs. And my favorite mantra, what's the best that can happen? So, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. I hope that I have said something to you that has fed your soul, any kind of pearl or nugget that you have taken away. My intent is always to um, be a light. And I hope that I have uh, shared some of that light with you today in a way that serves you and that benefits your life. I wanna also say to you that if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would share it with your family, your friends, your associates, your loved ones. If you um, feel so inclined, you can write a positive review so that other people can find this podcast. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to the podcast so that you are notified whenever new episodes come out. You can also, um, Tag me, post a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to on Instagram. I'm at Naema underscore sings, and I would love to give you a shout out. And then also you can become a monthly supporter of this podcast at any amount that feels aligned to you. I know that you have many, many, many choices when it comes to your podcast listening. And I want to thank you for making the time to listen to this podcast on this day. And also, I want to wish my baby boy a happy 30th birthday. (laughs) Thank you for listening. As always, I wish you peace and love and have a beautiful and blessed day.